Welcome to the Blarney, the official London Irish podcast. Welcome to episode three of the Blarney, the weekly podcast of London Irish, brought to you by myself, Andrew Hogan, and my colleague, Mike Stanton. Coming up on this week's show, we recap last week's Aviva Premiership encounter with Sale Sharks, as well as a look ahead to this weekend's game versus Bath. We also bring the latest team news, as well as interviews with Fours coach Glenn Delaney and scrum half Scott Steele. Last week, London Irish travelled to the AJ Bell Stadium to face Sale Sharks. Following a break from Premiership action due to the Challenge Cup and LV Cup, this match saw a return for the Premiership. Unfortunately, Irish failed to get into the game. A very well-drilled Sharks side combined with ill-discipline from the Exiles saw Irish go down 36-8 in a game which has left Irish smarting and raring to go for this week. Andrew? Uh, overall, a disappointing game, I think it's fair to say, but there were positives, especially Ori Curry getting his Premiership debut. Yeah, Ollie, 18 years old, getting the chance to play in the Aviva Premiership, massive honour, credit to the academy and the investment that's happened there over the last six months. Uh, the performance, very uncharacteristic. Uh, the last Premiership game away at Exeter, there were sort of circumstances around that performance that affected what happened on the field. Preparation was very good. It was just one of those days. We've all had them. Um, but the good news is, and the good thing about rugby is a week's a chance to turn it around and we've got an opportunity to get out in front of a big crowd at the Medeski tomorrow and, and put that wrong right against Bath. And as you mentioned then, this weekend is Bath and ahead of that game we spoke to Glenn Delaney. So Glenn, thanks for joining us again on the Blarney podcast. To start with, let's, let's touch on sale last weekend. Tough day at the office and a very uncharacteristic London Irish performance. Can you give us your thoughts on the encounter? Yeah, I'd agree with you. I think um, it was very uncharacteristic and you know, 30 minutes into the contest it was very nip and tuck and then um, there, was a, there was a huge momentum swing and you know, you you've got to look at the reasons why, and um, you know that that's really where we focus. We had a you know effectively a, a about a five to eight minute period where momentum shifted, and we and we lost fourteen points, and two blokes went to the uh, to the Sinbin. So, um, you know, really all we've been looking at is is what could we have done better to to avert that because we hadn't seen that at all from um, from our team this year, and you know we've all been sort of searching for the answers, and sometimes. It's better to move on because the more you search for the answers, the more you can create a problem. So the reality for us is we, we didn't really have an issue um, in any of those areas, particularly at drive defence um, before that. And uh, I don't envisage that we'll, we'll have any going forward. So, you know, we, we just got to keep uh, keep positive with our systems. Um, you know, we've we've had some guys coming in, taking an opportunity to play as well, which, you know, is, is part of this period. So, you know... At the end of the day, we, we have put a, a good plan in terms of set piece uh, on the table and we want to try and get back on that uh, that horse this weekend. And from a coaching point of view, is it difficult to pick a squad up after a result like that? Is there added uh, motivation from your point of view in terms of trying to get the guys back on the horse quickly? It's actually a lot easier um, because the players know in themselves whether, whether it was a good enough performance. and. You know they're very honest, and and they they were coming to us and and you know having the conversations and you know they were hurting and and you know we all were, but you know no more than the players. They they're the guys who who, who are out in the middle of the contest, and you know they're they're a proud bunch and a good bunch, and um, it's not that difficult to really pick them up. Um, you've got to kind of rein them back more so after this week because they want to try and put things right in training, and you, you need to save a bit of that for the weekend. So, you know it's it's often an easier week to coach when you're recovering from something because. The focus is that much sharper than perhaps coming off the back of a of a big win. And Bath this weekend, Glenn, from a forwards point of view, they've been fairly formidable. 
huge challenge for you and your eight forwards this weekend. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, you know they're um, they've got probably one of the best group of forwards in the uh, in the Premiership. You know they've recruited very very well and they've had those guys there for a long period of time. And you know they're, they're taking a lot of pride in their set piece down there. Um, so it should be a good enough contest in that regard. You know they've they've got uh, a couple of guys back, but still got a few guys away. So you know we're uh, we're looking forward to um, to that. I mean you know, in terms of you know the scrum contest, I think will be a will be a, a real battle. Um, you know our, our scrum ranks pretty highly, and so does theirs um, for sheer power and you know line out wise similarly. So I would expect there'll be a bit of driving um, going on. Um, from probably both sides, I would have thought, but uh, largely determined by the weather. I think we saw that in the, across the Premiership last week. There was so much more driving play. I suspect that's going to keep coming. But Bath are a side that um, will will look to shorten you up and then um, try and expose you with um, Eastman and uh, and Joseph. So, you know, it's a it's a challenge across the park, not just up front. November is always a testing month for any for any club. London Irish currently have six players away on international duty. And they're all they're all forwards. <laughs> from from your point of view, you know you're looking at the depth of the squad. You're looking at academy players coming through. It's a real it is a real test. How do how do you deal with that? And how do the club deal with it? It is a massive test. You know we've um, we've got a number of players that have been performing really well for us. And, and probably in the last twelve months, having Kieran Lowe and Blair Cowan breaking into international rugby. Um, was fantastic for, for the club and, and for them personally so you've got to foster and, and, and celebrate those guys they're playing at the highest level um, but with that comes the um, the strain on the squad of, of, of having them away and um, most clubs have to deal with that you know the premiership is a, is, a, is a competition that has a lot of international players and this time of the year that's really when you see the depth of, of a squad and um, you know Ollie Curry stepped up for us last week off the academy and um, you know there's no reason why um, those young lads aren't going to be given opportunities and this is the time of the year when you really need them to do that so you know whilst uh, whilst we miss the the lads we'll, we'll, we'll enjoy watching their games over the weekend and hope that they get through the months gay then they can come back to us next week Perfect, Glenn thanks very much for your time and good luck this weekend Andrew that was outstanding And now for team news there's three changes to the side that faced Sale last Saturday Connor Gilson comes into the back row Scott Steele uh, is promoted from the bench to start at scrum half and Shane Geraghty returns from a groin niggle to start in the centre. So the front row we go with Tom Court, David Pace, Helani Olika with George Skivington captain in the side and the second row with, with Sean Cox. Luke Narraway's at six, Connor Gilson is the open side at seven and Tom Guess is number eight. Scott Steele and Chris Noakes form the halfback pairing with Shane Geraghty and Fergus Mulcrone combining in the centre. Topsy Ojo, Alex Lewington and Andrew Fenby are the back three. On the bench, Jimmy Stevens, Matt Parley, Ohala Vatel, Dave Lyons, Ollie Curry, again gets a, a second opportunity, Darren Allenson, Owen Griffin, and James Shorts. So, a couple of changes. There's six players missing on international duty, six forwards, which, um, which obviously have allowed the likes of Ollie Curry a chance to get promoted to the bench. Um, but uh, Bath, again, affected, but such is the depth of their squad. They've got a very impressive side. Side at fullback, Luke Harscott. Samessa Rokodaguni, Jonathan Joseph, Carl Eastman in the centre, Matt Banahan's the other winger, Gavin Henson and Mickey Young in the halves, with Nathan Cap, Ross Batty and Henry Thomas up front, Stuart Hooper's the captain in the second row with Dominic Day, and old London Irish players Matt Garvey, David Sees here in a back row with Leroy Houston. So again, they're a very formidable side, they're missing players, but what they've got to bring in um, is certainly uh, good enough at this level. And it is a formidable side. Where do you think this game is going to be won and lost? Is it going to be a battle up front or is it more going to be 
dictated wider out. Whenever you play Bath, it's always a forward forward battle. They're very physical. They like to get their driving game and impose that on on a lot of sides, whether that's home or away. So you've got to watch for that. In the midfield, Kyle Eastman and, and Jonathan Joseph, possibly the best centre pairing in the Premiership at the moment. They've worked very well together. Everything that works well goes through Kyle Eastman, so it's important that Ara shut him down. And when you've got Semesa Rokodaguni and big Matt Banahan on the wing, they're, they're serious threats, both with ball in hand and uh, defensively as well. So big challenge for London Irish, but that's what you need after the week where I've had. You, you need to go back out there against a good side and impose your game on them and show them what you can do. As Andrew just mentioned, Scott Steele is back after returning from his injury that he picked up against Exeter. And we caught up with him early this week to see how he's been getting on. Hey Scott, thank you for joining us on the Blarney podcast. Um, first of all, back from injury, you must be round to go for the weekend. Yeah, obviously really disappointed to pick up the injury against Exeter after you know getting good momentum at the start of the season. So uh, yeah, really, really good to be back last week and um, even though the result obviously didn't go our way, it was good to get out of the pitch again and get some game time. So yeah, happy, happy to be, finally be back. And as you said, obviously last weekend didn't go the way that Irish were hoping. What's been the focus this week? Um, you know, you're gonna have them them days where you know things just don't go right for you, and we didn't really start well on that. That sort of led on. They had the momentum, and uh, to be fair to sale, they they took advantage and stuff. So we're we're not getting too caught up in it. We just need to move on, make sure that we're switched on from the off this week, and um, just really refocus and make sure that um, we get a performance on Saturday. And uh, this weekend's obviously a huge game of playing Bath. What are you expecting from them? You know, they, they have a few um, few guys, obviously, with the internationals away, but, you know, um, I just heard they've got a few, um, you know, England boys coming back. So, yeah, boys are expecting a tough challenge, but, you know, we've we've really trained well this week and we're expecting a big, you know, backlash from last week. So, um, really hoping that we can, you know, um, get the performance and hopefully the result. Bath have obviously been flying high uh, so far this season. Uh, is there any particular area Irish are going to be looking to target? Um, well, we know that um, you know Bath have started really well, and obviously their squad this year is pretty impressive. But um, you know, as you said, with a few boys away, and um, you know their their performances of home have been really good, but maybe away they've not been such good performances from them. So you know, hopefully, if we start well, get them on the ropes a bit, and then we get the momentum, and sure uh, the crowd at the the Majeski, you know, can help us uh, to get a result. And also, Irish have got. Um a fair few players away on international duties as well this week so it's going to be a real squad effort having people having to step up and work together yeah definitely you know we've got a few big players out but um, you know the boys coming in to get their opportunity you know they've been waiting for this opportunity for a long time so they're desperate to you know play well and impress and hopefully you know when the boys come back the coaches have got a selection issue you know it's making it hard hard for the coaches to see who who's in certain positions so the boys coming in they're really eager to, to perform well and I'm sure they will do and yourself and Alex Lewington, housemates, with the the hat trick back against uh, back against Sarries, and a few times it almost came off again with uh, against Sale. Were you hoping to get that partnership going again? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, obviously played together in the past, but um, now nah, more focusing on the the team performance this week probably. But you know, if it if it happens again, then also we'll be really happy. But you know, first things first. You know, get the team thing, and if uh, yeah, if that comes along again, then yeah, fair play to us. And finally, um, just going back to the injury and the rehab, um, 
you've obviously come through it through the other side now and back yeah. fit again. What advice would you give to anyone who's in a position where they're injured, they're feeling down? Um, just to really you know, stay focused. It's really, really good here at Irish with the the S and C and the physio team. You know, they're really professional and they're really good at keeping you positive because it is easy to get your head down and to, you know, slack off other things that you could. You're not got that motivation because you're playing every week, but um, no, the the physio team here and the S and C are really good at keeping you know really focused and you know upbeat around training because um you know as I said like I was I was out for four weeks it might not seem that long time to other people but when you want to play you know every week sort of like feels like a lifetime so you're you're really wanting to play but um you know just to stay focused and you know you you got to make sure that you do your rehab properly because. You could be back one week and then it could be reoccurring. So you just got to make sure that you stay focused and uh, stay positive. And, and you know the staff here at Hazelwood are really good at that. Brilliant. Well, thank you for joining us on the Blarney Scott. We hope to have you back again soon. Cheers. Not a problem. In other news this week, Dan Leo and Afisa Trevoranis get the opportunity to run out for Manu Samara against England at Twickenham in the 7:30 kickoff. Uh, elsewhere, Blair Cowan and Jeff Cross start for Scotland against Tonga with Kieran Lowe among the 23. And Jeb Sinclair gets to finish off his autumn series for Canada with a game against Romania. So all six players will have some involvement and we'll bring you all up to date with the news with those guys next week. And to close the show this week, we've got Chelsea to run us through what's going on at the Majeski this weekend. At the Majeski tomorrow, pre-match, we've got lots going on. Land Rover, the official vehicle of Premiership Rugby, um, is inviting owners to join them in their pre-match hospitality area two hours before kick-off, where they'll be offering refreshments in the car park. Um, a Land Rover key fob is needed for admission, so make sure you get down there. There are, there are some players as well from London Irish who are going to be down there, um, Eamon Sheridan amongst them. Diggers Pound will be in full swing tomorrow in the North Stand. The ever-popular Bouncy Castle will be back, as well as face painters and a balloon modeller. Um, Digger will be there to also join in with the fun. Then from Diggers Pound, why not head down to the Family Zone in the South Stand, where from 2 o'clock, Eek the Giant Leprechaun will be there to involve the kids in outdoor games. Whilst there's much for the kids, um, we haven't forgotten the adults, so make sure that from one o'clock you head down to the crack over in the North Stand to enjoy a pint or two and see the Paul Bowen band playing live music and entertaining the crowds. Paul Bowen will also be performing just before kickoff on the pitch, a performance not to be missed. Just outside the mega store, all favourites, the Cress Nicholson Scrum and the Gap Passing Challenge will be back, so come along and um, put your skills to the test. Make sure you're in your seat in the half-time break as we see another week of Howick Lucky Seat sponsored by House of Fraser. One lucky person will win a Howick rugby shirt. And then as, as usual, season ticket holders will join us in the Princess Suite for a Q&A with the players and the presentation of the Man of the Match Award. We will also be showing the Ireland versus Australia match on the big screen, so make sure you stay around for that. Or alternatively, head over to the crack where the Paul Bowen band continue to play to the crowds. And that's all from this week's The Blarney, the official podcast of London Irish. Make sure you tune in next week for all the latest London Irish news. Thank you for listening to The Blarney, the official London Irish podcast.